Welcome back to Journey Talk, the number one podcast in El Dorado. Hey, and yo! That is because it's about the only podcast in El Dorado. Yes, sir. I am your co-host, Chase, the worship pastor here at Journey FCC. I think I'm the co-host right now, Chase. No, I'm <laughs> definitely the co-host. I've always been the co-host. So I'm I just do host. intro. I just do intro sometimes. Okay, so I'm the host, Patrick, youth pastor here. Chase is the worship pastor, and today we got an awesome special guest. That's right. I call him the Hulk. That's it's right. one of our he's, students. He's flexing his muscles right now. I'm kind of <laughs> kind of jealous. The one, the only, Jerry Jones. Hey, Jared, what's up, man? Nothing much. Just. Trying to get through school. I hear you. You ready for spring break next yes, week? Yes, sir. Oh, do Dallas. I, I miss spring break. Yeah. You never, you never really realize how much spring break should mean to you until you're like 25 or 26 and you have a job and you're like, I wish I had spring break, dude. Yeah. But it's more like winter break, man, because it's been snowing outside. That's what I was telling some of the middle school teachers at lunch today when I went to see our students there. I was like, man, it's snow on the ground. They should just call it winter break, not spring no break. No joke. No yeah, joke. I almost accidentally did a donut in my truck today. What happened? I was, okay, you know, I was going like maybe 20 around a curve, and it just kind of spun a little bit. A little bit, and I was like, oh, Lord, help me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. It happens, dude. Yeah. So you said something about Dallas. What, what's going on in Dallas? So Encore, uh, we're going to uh, – uh, Dallas to go sing and stuff, and okay. go look all around Dallas and be a tourist for about four days. Nice. Like someone told me that. I don't know who it was. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't know who it was, but yeah, someone we told me that. that's cool though. Like right now, it's Wednesday, and then I don't know. Right now, it's Tuesday. It is, dude. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's Tuesday, and you know I'm just booked for like the rest of the two days, and then I got to get up at four in the morning, and on Thursday and just head out, you know. Mm. Ryan never stops. Nice. Never stops. Nice. Well, hey, we're, we're glad you're on the show yeah, dude, this week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're excited. Thanks, thanks for having excited. me. Excited. Yeah, yeah, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, yes. dude. So today, uh, it's kind of it's kind of an, a fresh start because, you know, last week we talked about accountability and, mm. you know, here at Journey Talk, <laughs> we, we want our Journey students to be involved in this podcast. And that was one thing Chase and I really uh, – just really felt really drawn to and, and, and convicted about just we want to hear from students about what's going on in their life and so uh we reached out to jared because uh, he's he's one of our seniors so a couple months big till man. he graduates big but, man but um we wanted to get him on the podcast just just to talk and and because we believe as as being a part of youth ministry we want to hear from you students on what's going on in your life and how how your journey is going and uh, the, not only the ups and downs, but also like how you're growing yeah. and, and how you're enduring and how God is moving in and through you. So today we're going to talk about forgiveness. And so forgiveness is, is going to be a hard one. This forgiveness is, is a tough topic. Yeah, man. definitely really tough. man. Forgiveness is a tough topic, man, yeah. because I looked it up in the dictionary. Forgiveness is intentional uh, or voluntary process of changing feelings or attitude towards a situation. Yeah. <laughs> a change in feelings or attitude. So it's it's voluntary or or it's intentional. And so it's true. 
So it's hard, man. This is oh, one of those topics man. that you, you hear and you're like, man, should I turn it off right now? Because I think at some point in time, we've all like wanted to take the easy road and just be like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to. I can't. I can't deal with this because I've got too much involved in this situation to be able to even think about forgiving yep. somebody. Yeah. For know sure. What I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> What do you what do you think is like one of the hardest parts of forgiveness? Whether it's either you forgiving them or asking for forgiveness. Well, based on the definition, the intentional part for sure. Because the voluntary part's like, I mean, I should forgive that person, so I'm going to. But intentionally, you're still like raging down inside. You know what I mean? So the, I think for me, that's like one of the hardest things for me is is being intentional with my forgiveness. It's mm. tough. Yeah, it's tough sometimes. Mm. So so intentionally forgiving someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's more <clears throat> difficult than actually forgiving someone. Yeah. 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 Like just saying you forgive somebody and actually meaning it is like two different things. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And especially like uh on like what the person has done or like you know, whether, or you're the one asking for forgiveness, like, I always think about it in terms, like, like, if I'm asking someone for forgiveness, like, really bad, and, you know, they accept it, you know, I, I'm going to turn around and do the same thing for, for another, just because I know how hard it was to even ask for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. so, you know, whenever someone forgives me, it's more just, it, it, it's almost like a comfort yeah, that kind of brings me to this quote that I found actually earlier today. It's from C.S. Lewis, and it says, To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in us. Yeah. Mm. So that's pretty, yeah, you're on, on point with that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think I think that more than anything is when people say, hey, what's the difference between somebody who is really following Christ like actively and somebody who just says it, like what we were just talking about, I think that's one of the biggest virtues that somebody can see in somebody is how they respond and react to those situations that deal with forgiveness. Yeah. Because you think about like what we believe in, in knowing Jesus and, and how we've been invited to be forgiven of our sins, right? Yeah. But you see that he was the model example but he's asked us to forgive our enemies, which we just talked about. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like it's like swallowing a grain of salt. It's just like, uh, like yeah. it's it's difficult. Like you just want to like grit your teeth. Because, like <laughs> seriously, <laughs> yeah. Man, there's some things that like people have done to us that we're like, how are we supposed to give forgive them for that? Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, you turn around and you see like that God has forgiven us. Yeah. And it's like, like that's a power trip right there. Yeah, and it's just like you said, when you experience it yourself, it motivates and inspires you to be able to not only be reminded that of that in future experiences with other people and situations and family and friendships and even just random people that you encounter at school or, or at work. Yeah. But it also helps you grow into how quickly you respond and react, I think, because a lot of times it's very quick and impulsive. Yeah. When something negative happens, 
our first thing is to react quickly and to respond without really even bringing God into the mix. And mm-hmm. I think forgiveness, just like you were saying, once you experience that yourself, not just simply between you and God, but between other people, other believers, other friends, you realize the grace and the love that forgiveness entails and that this act of kindness, this act of grace truly helps you start to see a bigger picture than just wanting to hold on to to that pain of the past, to the pain of those situations. Yeah, and it kind of goes, I go back to the imagery of Jesus on the cross because, you know, Jesus died for our sins, shed his blood for our sins. That's why we're forgiven. And when it comes back to us, um, forgiving somebody or asking for forgiveness, we we have to die to our self-emotion. We have to die to all of that and be like, you know, I'm sorry for this. Will you please for, you know, will you forgive me? Or um, I want that, you know, I forgive you for this. Like it just takes, it takes um, just dying to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, to really experience that intentional forgiveness. Yeah, like whenever... Like what you're saying, the imagery of like Jesus on the cross, like he even said, like, you know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like forgive is in that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though uh, they were doing such bad things to Jesus. Yeah. Like he still forgave them. Yeah. And saying like, that like during he was like while he was getting nailed to the yeah, cross, you know, like, that's crazy. like imagine like having nails driven in your hand and then, you know, forgiving someone for that as it's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I don't know how Jesus did it. Yeah. But, you know, if if he can do it, I can forgive others. And I think I think that's right on point because that's the big picture and and what Chase was talking about about denying, you know, dying to yourself, you know, the the New Testament talks about what is Jesus encouraging us to do as believers and Christians? Well, it's deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. And I always thought it was interesting because it said pick up your cross because you see the symbolism of what you were just discussing that, well, why are we picking up a cross? Why are, why are we called to deny ourselves? What is this meaning? It's meaning that we should be more like Christ in our life now. More of him, less of me. Yeah. And so just as you both have pointed out, like Jesus was that model example. Yeah. It still is on how we are called. Like if I'm living for Christ, then that's what it means in, in denying myself in, in in wanting to embrace more of not an attitude, but a lifestyle of being more like Christ. It's to truly see how he has forgiven me for things that I thought were unforgivable and knowing the example he set. That he didn't hold grudges, that he didn't hold, you know, my past over me, but truly forgave me in spite of everything. And even so, I should be called to forgive others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to truly embrace that, because how is the world going to see Christ in me if I can't model how Christ Mm -hmm. first forgave me? Like, we've all, like, we know, like, we've held grudges against people, and we know people who've held grudges against us, and, you know... Whenever you experience that feeling of forgiveness, it's almost like there's a weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah. And, like, you feel free. Like, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, like, that's, like, whenever you accept God, you know, personally, that's what happened to me. Mm. And so everything that was, like, holding me down, it was just gone. And so that's, that's cool. what I want other people to experience when <laughs> yeah, I forgive for sure. them. 
Yeah. Because then, you know, it's just like like kindness, you know. It, it, it moves on. It's like a chain. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. it keeps going and keeps going. Mm-hmm. That's okay. good. Yeah. And I th- this is where I think a lot of the friction comes in. Because we've either experienced this next part ourselves or we've known people that are close to us that we're friends with or family members with. But one of the biggest, I guess, banner phrases when you think about forgiveness from from not just a Christian point of view, but a worldly point of view is like, oh, forgive and forget. Yeah. Forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. And sometimes situations, experiences, no matter no matter the level of of pain or hurt that someone may have felt, mm-hmm. this is one of the hardest things to really not only hear, but try to grasp because they feel like, well, how how can I forgive and forget what this person has done? How can I truly forget this experience? How can I how can I forgive someone who has done this? Yeah. What do what do you think when you hear that term forgive and forget and the weight that that carries? Well, the first thing that came to me was was uh, seventy times seven. You know, you you're you're constantly forgiving somebody, whatever it may be. I mean, was it 490 times? Mm-hmm. But you don't stop there. You know, 490 times and then some more. 490,000 times more. Mm. Until you can truly say, I've forgiven you through the grace that I've seen through Christ. Like, I'm going to keep forgiving you. Not necessarily to forget, but like like I was saying before, to intentionally forgive. Mm. That's definitely that's definitely something to to really. It's hard to hear, and it's it, it's it's something that's something, that, like as you're saying it, you try to really let that sink into your heart and say, okay, I hear what you're saying, but to do it is yeah. another thing entirely. Yeah, it's we can. Easier, yeah, easier said than done. Man. Yeah, we can talk about it all day and be like, yeah, this is what we need to do. But when it comes to actually doing it, like. I think we're we're probably one of the worst type of people of putting this into action. It takes so much perseverance to keep forgiving somebody. Yeah, it, absolutely. It really does. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, but just like you said, you know, four hundred ninety times plus, and it just like sometimes it does boggle my mind on how we're supposed to keep doing that, even though you know, you you feel like you forgive and then. You know, someone may come back and do the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. But, like, you just got to keep, you just got to keep going and hope that, you know, one day. Yeah. They'll finally realize. Like, <laughs> I, how, think that's why, how, I think that's how Jesus feels towards us. Yeah. They're what do like, you think? <laughs> we're like, like, how are you, like, constantly forgiving us? Like, yeah. I don't, like, you know, there's people who are, like, you know, nice whenever, like, someone else is mean to them. And they're like, why are you still being so nice to me? Like, I don't get it. Mm. And it's like, because that's what God does to us. Mm. You know, that's what, like, God expects of us mm. is, you know, you don't, you, don't, you don't fight back so much in, you know, relative terms. But, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you just got to keep going. Yeah. And one day they, they'll ask, like, why do you keep forgiving me? Like, like I've done such bad things. Yeah. Like why do you keep forgiving me? And 
one day they'll realize it's because God forgave us. Yeah, we know we know the ultimate forgiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think on that note as well, you know, it's not it's not that saying when we when we forgive someone and we come to that place like you you described it as freedom, and that it couldn't be said any better than that because that's what it is. It's it's that surrender. It's that it's that willingness to say hey you're gonna you're gonna surrender that that want of of holding on to that anger and frustration and so in the midst of this here's where we come to um it's not that forgetting is gonna take place you may never forget entirely but more so, forgiveness is not just for the person who's done wrong, mm-hmm. but forgiveness is allowing the person that has been wronged to not live in the past anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because as you as you compared it and, and showed the symbolism of freedom, it's you not holding on to the past and continuing to live in the past of that situation. So even even though you're allowing yourself to forgive somebody... And even though you've truly said, "Okay, God, I've given this to you. I'm, 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 I'm letting go of of how I feel about this," in in terms of, "Okay, I've been wronged. I'm, I'm forgiving somebody." You may not forget, but you're allowing your heart and your and your thoughts, like we were talking about early, and your change of feelings and attitude to be transformed. Because here's what happens when we don't forgive unforgiveness, the result is resentment. Yeah. And resentment becomes poison. Yeah. Because sure. you're ju- it's not only judging, it's not only judgment, but it's resentment. And resentment can be a poison that that quickly becomes infectious to every other area. Of your friendships, of your relationships, of of just your connection to to not only people in the church but at school, at the workplace. Yeah, it, you, is, it just becomes a habit. Yeah, it, it becomes a way of life because what what has happened then is we start saying this like, well, this has happened to me. It's going to happen here. It's going to happen here. It's going to happen here. And so our resentment doesn't just involve one person we've now grouped everyone into the mix and and continue to point the finger and blame everyone in the in in the matter of not being able to forgive Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's what we have to be aware of that's what we have to really look at and say you know what it's it's something that is difficult in forgiving someone it's something that takes healing and and really not only not only surrendering and say, okay, God, I'm giving this situation to you and, and I know you're going to give me strength to forgive, but it's truly allowing him to take you out of that pe- place of the past and truly s- bring you back to a transformed heart of not harboring that resentment and allowing healing to take place. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's taking that brokenness and it's bringing healing instead of harboring the pain. Yeah. 
And that's that's the result of forgiveness. That's that's what brings in freedom, like you discussed. That's mm. what brings the transformation. That's what brings in the solution. But the hardest part of it is admitting it, admitting yeah. that we need it, and yeah. saying that, hey, this has happened. I need to just be able to forgive. You may not be able to forget. Yeah. Maybe maybe that situation, that circumstance, that confrontation, whatever it may have been, was difficult to go through. Mm-hmm. But it's more so for you to be able to move forward and to grow and to be to be healed of that pain, to be restored back, to know that God is not only with you, but he's growing you and teaching you. Yeah. That you're not the same person you once were. And even in the situation, like you said, 70 times 7. That to me is like, okay, no matter how many times this can happen, if one person did the same thing over and over, I'm not just simply forgiving them for them. But because Christ has forgiven me of things that I never thought I deserved or I've done multiple times, he never said, "Hey, come on now." Mm-hmm. Like that's that was his example. And so for us, when we have that heart of forgiveness, I think that's how people see Christ in us. Yeah, when we're able to truly forgive them. So, so just as we wrap up today, what would be your biggest encouragement to people that are struggling to forgive, or maybe ask for forgiveness? Man. That's a tough question. That is, man. Um, you know, we forgive people every day, whether it be for, you know, the biggest things or even the smallest things, man. Um, just to know that when you keep forgiving, you keep showing light in a way. Mm. And, you know, the more you forgive, the more light will spread. Mm. Um, I don't know any other way to explain that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think understanding what, what grace really means and what grace looks like. I mean, Jesus being the perfect picture and the perfect person to uh, to show what grace looks like and what grace mm-hmm. is. And I think until <clears throat> we don't fully understand what that is and what a life in Christ looks like, we don't we won't understand what that grace looks like to the people we're forgiving or the forgiveness that we're asking for. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, Jesus forgave us almost in a way for not being as perfect as he was. You know, because mm-hmm. Jesus was a hundred percent perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And to forgive us, really, if you look at it, he forgave us and gave us a chance. And that spread light to one door. And I feel like the more you do that, the more it spreads. And now that's that's where we are today. That's why we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? For sure. And and for me, just one thing that I wanna encourage someone with that I've been encouraged by 
is the fact that like, well, this has happened in my life. This person's not even around anymore. This person has moved off. Whether it's a parent, whether it's a friend, whether it's in a relationship. One thing they they told me was if even if you can't forgive them face to face, even if you don't have the strength to do that, it's first just being able to forgive in your heart. Because like I said, you may not forget. You may not forget what what has happened. But the forgiveness allows the ability to not keep living in the past, like what we were talking about earlier. Forgiveness allows you to have that healing and that grace to move forward. Just like Jared and Chase were saying, it's the ability that Christ's example set for us, for people to see that there is hope, that there is life, that there is freedom, that there is a love that can bring us out of that pain of the past into the hope of a future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so maybe this is is difficult for someone today, but our encouragement is to know that there is hope, that there is grace, that there is there is a purpose in knowing Christ and allowing him to give you the strength to forgive someone. It may not be face to face, but it takes the resentment out of the heart and allows the healing to begin. Yep, yep. Before we go, um, there's a song by 10th Avenue North that I would love for you to listen to. Uh, it's called Losing, and it's a, it's a really good, if you like connect with song real well, I mean, I don't know who doesn't, but it's called Losing. You should take a listen to it. It's about forgiveness. Nice. So, Jared, thanks again. Yeah, Jared, no dude. Problem, man. Thanks for being on the podcast, bro. Talking to that, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks for been, having me, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Hopefully I'm back soon. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, dude. So well, we hope you have an awesome spring break. Um, Jared and then we're gonna be gone for a couple of days for for Encore, is it? Yeah. Okay. But uh we'll still have a podcast next week and hopefully we're getting some more students on here throughout uh the next couple of weeks. So Yeah. And to any student that's watching this, this is genuinely like a really good time and just being able to hear wisdom from you know the people that are around you and the people that lead you it helps your confidence boost in your path with God mm. by uh, a million times mm. it it helps a lot I appreciate and, that dear yeah For just, sure. he- just hearing from these guys you know it, awesome it helps thanks buddy nice and so we want you to know that uh, no no matter where you're at in your journey that you're not alone, that, that there are people that care. And, you know, whether you're a first-time listener, whether, whether you're here every week, um, if you've been to Journey, you know Chase, you know me, you know Jared. But uh, just know that we're here and we're we're continuing to talk about issues and things that we face on a daily basis. And so we're just encouraging you, continue to move forward. Know you're not walking this journey alone. And so... We'll see you next time on Journey Talk. See ya. Peace.